Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. to primetime action here on VEASAN. Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, and Femi Abebefe here on the desk. I am not Gil Alexander. Gil Alexander <laughs> not going to be in for the next couple of days. So, Femi, we're going to take this thing and we are going to turn it upside down. We are. I appreciate you guys having me. Primetime action. I've seen your guys' work. Obviously, I love what you guys do here. So, it's a, it's fun to be here for the first time. Well, not first time here at Southland, yeah. but the first time on with you guys here for primetime action. Hoping that we get some good games tonight that we can kind of sweat over, even though we don't really have any plays in the, yes, the MLB slate. That is, uh, that is true. I don't have a lot of baseball plays this time of year. I have pretty much full-time football at this point. Yeah, and digging in and Kelly, I know that there are a lot of games going on right now. We don't have any coming up in this hour, so we'll uh we'll get you to just run through the scores real quick. Game currently in the top of the third. Cardinals up five to one. Uh, live numbers currently off. No seven one. That's why live numbers are off the board. Cardinals just had two more seven to one now in the third top of the third inning there uh, in Pittsburgh. Rangers and Indians all tied up at four. That game in the bottom of the third inning. The Indians minus two hundred live. Rangers plus one sixty five and fourteen and a half is your live total. The Rangers and uh, I'm sorry, Diamondbacks and Phillies. Diamondbacks leading the Phillies right now, two to nothing in the third. Diamondba- uh, Diamondbacks minus one ninety five live favorite Phillies plus one fifty five. Giants leading the Mets two to nothing. That game in the top of the fourth inning. 
the Giants minus 400 live favorites, Mets plus 280 and seven and a half. The live total there. The Red Sox up on the Twins, three to nothing in the bottom of the third. The Red Sox minus 2,000 live Twins, nine to one if you wanted to get in. Uh, ten and a half live total. And the Marlins have a six nothing lead over the Nationals. That game is in the top of the third. Uh, live numbers there. You can get 14 to one on the Nationals. I feel like they're going to come back or plus six and a half runs. And uh, ten and a half live total in the game. That's all we got going on right now, boys. Well, as we were talking about before we went on air here, Femi, uh, break up the Orioles, apparently. <laughs> I mean, that is two in a row for the Orioles, 13-1 to one over the Angels today. That was a RIP to Gill's uh, parlay last night as well. Mm-hmm. He had a run line parlay with the Angels. He was just fading the Orioles. And then after the you know near historic losing streak for them, two in a row for those guys. Yeah, I mean, the, the 19 straight was the, <laughs> the losing streak there. I mean, it got to the point where you eventually thought that this team was going to win. And those numbers kept yeah. getting shorter. It was was like, all right, plus 180, plus 160, because I think they just saw people just getting on. This eventually has to mm-hmm. end, but now two straight. Maybe 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 they go 19 straight wins. We were yeah, joking. That, I would, Highly I, unlikely, but we'll see. Gotta be honest with you, I would love that. I would love for them to just end this season on a win streak here. A couple of other finals with uh, the Reds five to one over the Brewers. Sonny Gray gets the win in that one, and then the White Sox ten to seven. Over the Blue Jays, Carlos Rodon gets the win there. Uh, uh, Hung Jin Ryu on the hill for the Blue Jays. This has been a little bit of a rough stretch for the Blue Jays, man. They have been trying to uh, yeah. they've been trying to really claw their way into the playoffs, and it seems like these games that they really can't let get away, they're just letting get away. It feels like they're so young, mm-hmm. and like this is like they're a year away from really being a threat, especially in that AL East that's so difficult with Tampa, Boston, the Yankees, hottest team in baseball right now. Um, so I think the Blue Jays, good experience for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all a learning experience. They have Vlad Guerrero Jr., one of the most exciting players in all of Major League Baseball. So hopefully they can end this stretch here pretty decent as we enter September here. But the playoffs highly unlikely for them. Yeah. And it's just not enough gas left in the tank. Kelly, I assume no plays for you tonight. No cross-sport parlays. No anything. You're not uh, – none of that stuff? For no, you? No, no, nothing crazy for me yeah. tonight. We had a CFL game. I was, I, that's yeah. why I'm saying there was yeah. CFL. I didn't know if you wanted to CFL to a Major League Baseball type thing yeah, going on. Which direction I mean, do you want to go? Yeah, no, El- Elks got postponed. So that game got postponed. Uh, so no CFL, just baseball tonight. And, uh, yeah, I didn't pick I, – I didn't, I didn't really see any good spots. Although uh, the Phillies being down 2 nothing to the Diamondbacks right now, I don't know. Interesting live betting spot possible. Where are we sitting on that one as far as live lines? That number right now is plus 155 on the interesting. Plus you, you mentioned that Minnesota one at nine to one. Is that correct? At the bottom of the third, they were nine to one right now on the yeah, live eight, line. Yeah, down to eight to one now. But okay. yes. Okay, yeah, that nine seemed a little little juicy there. I was maybe a little interested <laughs> in that, but if it's already at eight, I mean, clearly that's a, a decent live look there with so much I mean, baseball left to play. I mean, Kelly, I like this this angle from you. It's primetime action here on a Thursday. Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, Femia Bebefe. We are uh, we're looking at live bets here if there's anything going on. And you mentioned the Phillies here being down two to nothing. It's only the third inning. Diamondbacks being one of the worst teams in baseball, especially on the road, and you're getting plus one fifty five. I do understand that it's Matt Moore on the hill for the Phillies, not the greatest thing in the world. Zach Gallen being one of the better pitchers for the Diamondbacks. But I don't maybe I'll have to see what goes on here between innings. This might be something I might want to uh, might want to explore. And that's the beauty of this. I mean it's right in the show title, primetime 
action. Mm-hmm. If, if you can get in live, because nothing preflop clearly yeah. was appealing to us. So if there's a chance live, who knows? But I mean, th- those later games, the ones I'm kind of looking at as possibly getting involved. But here with this slate that's going mm-hmm. on currently, maybe a chance to to enter this thing uh, midway. I'm glad you bring that up because we have no games that are starting this hour, but we do have three later games tonight. Uh, of course, we do have that. I guess it's still a marquee matchup. I mean, I guess it's still a marquee matchup between the Dodgers and the Padres. I I mean, the Padres are really kind of slipping here. But, uh, yeah, so we do at least have uh, three more games tonight. Yeah, the Padres and the Dodgers. Dodgers going with Max Scherzer on the mound. Padres have you, Darvish. How about the game last night between these two teams? 16 innings, I believe it was. I did not stay up for the uh, conclusion. Oh, neither did I. I was wondering why I was getting so many notifications late at night. I wake up, I'm like, wait, this game only ended like four hours ago? Like, what's going on? <laughs> but uh, another classic between those two teams out west. I flipped it on at a perfect time, Matt. I fl- I literally got, I got home, was running some errands after the show last night, got home, flipped it on as soon as uh, Will Smith hit that home run to tie up the game. And then I actually had it on a side TV for the rest of the night. So I actually saw the ending. Yeah, 16 innings, five hours, 49 minutes. Uh, wow. It went longer than the first game to go longer than 13 innings since 2019 because, of course, we have the ghost runner and all of that. 19 pitchers, 35 base runners stranded in that one. Uh, Blake Snell, as I was talking about, the reason that I went with the Dodgers last night was because Blake <laughs> Snell doesn't go deep into games. He threw 122 So, so that's where I, I turned on the broadcast. As soon as I turn on the TV, they're going nuts over Blake Snell, right? It's like, oh, it's the longest he's pitched. Yeah. He looks incredible. I swear <laughs> to God, next pitch he threw, it was out of the park. And I'm like, alright, well, Matt's happier now. I, I woke up to, at least I woke up to a winning bet. I mean, I didn't, I just, I went to bed. I was like, I can't, I can't take this anymore. Oh, Tatis did that, that tying hole run in what the 15th and it was oh man like the broadcasters last night even sounded defeated when he hit that home run it was like (laughs) oh man we got a tie game again and so we're sitting here again with another short line on on the Dodgers and I look I understand it's you Darvish and I understand that you Darvish when you Darvish is you Darvish is a good uh, is is a is a pretty good pitcher but I mean look this is a guy that has had an an extended stint on the IL um if you look at his advanced stats I mean his his xfip it's not horrible but it's over 4 um I don't know. I haven't gotten involved in this one yet, but I have backed the Dodgers the last two nights with these short lines against the Padres, and it's worked out. And so uh, with Scherzer on the hill at only minus 140-ish, 135-ish, depending on where you're looking at it, I I might find myself on the Dodgers again. I definitely wouldn't go against Max Scherzer. Mm -hmm. That's the one I'm like, okay, ever since you got traded there, I mean, Mad Max, he's one of the best pitchers in all of baseball there. You almost wonder if it's the motivation of, the Padres really need these games. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're not too far back in the wild card, only a game and a half back right now of the final wild card spot. But it's to, to see the Dodgers at minus one forty. It's definitely intriguing there. I mean, they've won eleven of the last twelve, and it's interesting to me with them is that they're still the favorite going away really to win the World Series despite being in the wild card right now. The mm-hmm. Giants have had this amazing season, but they're the Dodgers sit two and a half back in the division and still the, still the clear favorite to win the World Series come October. Yeah, they, you know, I think people are looking down the line here. Clayton Kershaw has now thrown a couple of bullpens. Looks a little bit more encouraging that he's going to be back. They acquire Scherzer. Walker Bueller still one of the better pitchers in the game. If you're talking about your number four being uh, Urias at this point, I mean, I think you're feeling pretty good about where this Dodgers is. I mean, I think the only thing that you're really not liking right now is Cody Bellinger's just been absolutely atrocious. And I think you're going to get to a point, and they're not going to want to do it, but I think you're going to get to a point where they're going to have to bench. I, 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 I mean, they're already benching him against lefties, but I mean, I, 
I think he's like a liability in that lineup right now for the way that he's hitting this year. I mean, they have guys on the bench that are are much better producers right now, and I, I think that we're going to see this a guy that was one of the he was right behind. When he like projected forty one and a half or something like that, a home run. I mean, he was, he was oh, one yeah. of the better. Yeah. He was like one of the higher, like like one of the lower odds guys to lead the league in home runs. He was really short yeah. odds list on that. Yeah, for to hit the most home runs this year. I mean, yeah. and then MVP, he was way up there yeah. and everything. So yeah, it's been a it's been a horrible season. I, mean, I got a question for you. This game tonight, though. So we watched. Two nights ago, Padres go with a bullpen strategy to start the game. And then you got to stretch out that bullpen to the maximum last night. I mean, is that a severe – I would think that's a severe disadvantage for them going into this game tonight, right? Yeah, I mean, definitely for sure. The other thing that I might look at, too, is – a first run inning bet here on the yes, because what we've got is Scherzer who's prone to giving up home runs and giving up the solo shots, especially early on in games. And then we also have Darvish who's coming off of a, of an IL stint here. So maybe takes an inning or two to kind of get, get, get back sharp. And so uh, I'll see what that line looks like as well. Maybe look, maybe a yes on the first inning run there. Yeah. I just, th- this Dodgers lineup, it's, it's very stout um, Padres. We mentioned what they can do. I mean, Tatis, I mean, that guy is, Probably going to be the NL MVP, mm. barring Muncy or one of these guys. Maybe Votto makes some sort of late season charge. Um, but I just, you mentioned Bellinger and how he's had his struggles. But think about the embarrassment of riches that they have. Oh, that yeah. would crush so many teams in this league. It's and for the Dodgers, absurd. it's like, okay, well, you know, we got Muncy who's played like an MVP. Mookie Betts, one of the 10 best players in the league. It's like, we got all these guys that it doesn't even really matter. <laughs> Kershaw's really been out the whole time. Yeah. We're just we're just rolling right along here. One, 11 of our last 12 and probably going to win the division and be the overwhelming favorite to once again win the World Series. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. We have two more games to come. 940 Eastern, 640 Pacific. We got the Yankees and the A. Jameson Tyon on the hill for the Yankees. Uh, James Caprillion on the hill for the A's. He's actually been a really, really solid starter for the A's so far this year. They are only slight underdogs here to the Yankees. Plus 105, minus 125 for Tyon and the Yankees. Yeah, I thought about it as a possible spot to fade the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Now, it's hard to step in front of that freight train right yeah. now. They've been awesome ever since the Field of Dreams game when Tim Anderson walked it off against them. But Going from playing in Atlanta, I mean, they had that day off a little bit, but now they're all the way West Coast. Maybe mm-hmm. it, it, maybe the legs get caught up a little bit after this win streak. Yeah. This could be a decent spot to possibly fade the Yankees. You're getting plus money with a pretty good A's team that really needs to win with the Mariners kind of hot on their trail mm-hmm. in that uh, uh, AL wildcard situation there. But, I mean, it's maybe a look at the A's possibly. Yeah, and, and with the A's, I mean, like I said, it, probably their most consistent pitcher over the last – you know, six to eight weeks, something like that. So, uh, yeah, really, really good to get plus money on them there. And then, of course, we have the 10-10 Eastern, 7-10 Pacific. That is the Royals and the Mariners. Brad Keller on the hill for the Royals. You say Kikuchi on the hill for the Mariners. Mariners minus 165 favorites, plus 145 if you want Keller and the Royals as underdogs. And what we see here is just a Mariners team that refuses to go away. I mean, we, you know, Gil and I have talked about it on the show several times here. Is This was one of the teams that I think that most people projecting heading into this season was going to be one of the five worst teams in all of baseball. Yeah. And here they are. And they nobody wants to see the Mariners <laughs> on their schedule coming up right now. They just do not want to see this team because they refuse to give up. It's like 95 all over again. They yeah. refuse 
leaves to lose yeah. Seattle Mariners out there. Uh, and, and it's interesting because entering this season, they were such a young team, and everyone was interested in the farm system guys. Mm-hmm. You know, they wanted to see Kellenic get his time up there in the big leagues, Logan Gilbert on the mound. Uh, they got a lot of guys down in that farm system that should be good a year or two from now. But this team has been competitive. I mean, you look at the run differential, and it's like, is this for real? Like, how are they doing this? And it seems like they got some sort of magic going on there up north in Seattle. But, I mean, this Mariners team, I don't think I'd be interested in laying that kind of juice with this team, especially Yusei Kikuchi, who's kind of mm-hmm. struggled of recent late. I mean, I think he's lost four of his yeah. last five decisions, got roughed up last time he was out there against Houston. But this team, I wouldn't bet against them yeah. either. That's why it's it's a pass for me so far here. Maybe maybe live. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll have to see what's going on there. But, I, I yeah, I don't get, think I'm going to have anything before. I you. did get in on the Phillies. Plus 150. Let's go. Harper's up. There we go. We got Give us some content. Yeah, See, that's, got... that's all. That's a content play right there is what we call this. Someone's sweating. We'll, uh, we'll, ask, we'll ask Johnny Avella what he's been seeing here from a betting perspective on baseball, of course. And as we head into the NFL, he'll be joining us about uh, 845 uh, Eastern. And let's take a look at this. Let's take a look at this BMW championship here. This is yep. going about as well as could be humanly possible for most people. But I am not completely comfortable, Kelly, because while I do have an outright ticket on Sam Burns, and I do have an outright ticket on Rory McIlroy, who both are at eight under and have a T1 next to their name, the other guy the machine, with the T1 next to his name the boogeyman. is John Rahm, who <laughs> refuses to play bad. Just go out and have a bad round, man. Like, what's going on? You, you know what? Why do you have to muddy up the situation here? Just let me win a bet. How about it? If I wasn't, if I didn't have a piece of Sam Burns with you, I wouldn't feel bad for you at all after you got Finau to win last week when Rom actually <laughs> collapsed, but which we never see. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think many people out there are going to feel that bad for you. But, yes, I, I agree with you it's it's very tough to have two guys have a share of the lead after round one and not feel confident at all about winning the actual tournament so long way to go though you, you, i'm not sitting as pretty as you guys are you know because I, I i decided to go chalk so i spread it all around mm. the chalk guys so i got mcelroy i got cantley dj bryson jt and spieth who is seven back there mm. but it's always like okay i'm feeling good but like you said with rom sitting there you can't feel good about any of these because the way he's playing golf right now i mean the guy's just not dropping shots even no. he gets into a tough spot he somehow saves up with a par and it's, he's just a tough guy to beat right now and i mean i don't know maybe I mean, we saw it last week you know finau was able to get past him and stuff cam smith and rom kind of fell off there towards the back nine um last week at the at the, the um the northern trust but yeah i just rom right now i you don't feel confident. No, I do not feel confident in the least bit. If you look at uh, if you look at Roy McElroy, he does have one bogey on his card, but makes up for it with an eagle. Sam Burns played a clean round, just eight birdies, no bogeys. And then if you look at Rom again, eight birdies, no bogeys, another clean round for John Rom. Uh, Kelly, one of the things we like to do, and if we try to look at, is there anything that we can look at that may or may not be working? in our favor here. Um, I'll look at it this way. You have Cantlay, you just said, Femi. Yep. If you were looking to get in, <laughs> Cantlay lost around the green. He lost on approach. He lost T to green. And he's still sitting at six under, only two off the lead right now. He is my, and, and, and he made up, you know, look, he made up a lot putting. Right? I was, was going to say, I'll spin that the other way. He had the best putting performance of his entire yeah. career. He, yeah. made up he was a, awesome. He made up a lot putting, but... 
if you if if you expect that to balance out, right? So he's not going to putt this right. well, but he's not going to be losing two strokes on approach. He's not going to be losing, uh, you know, a, over a stroke on around around the green as well. So I mean, if you look at at Cantlay. I wouldn't hate at least maybe if you wanted to get in, I'm not going to I'm got this thing surrounded but I mean if you were looking <laughs> to get in right now I wouldn't hate getting a bet in on Cantlay right now yeah, that's. I mean, it, the way he plays, he, he's he's pretty steady. I like mm. that about him. That he, he's never too high, too low. Um, the, the the putter is usually what's kind of just shaky with him mm. a little bit there. But he's always kind of in contention, always kind of hanging around there. Those those guys that always hang around. I mean, he's not quite like Finau yeah. and and Shoffley and although but Finau at least was able to close this past weekend. But he's always kind of hanging around in that mix. So I, I think Cantlay right now is able to get him at twenty six to one, I believe. So I, I'm feeling decent with him. Mm. And hopefully he's good on approach. Hopefully he's good off the tee tomorrow. And, and then we'll be in pretty good position heading into the weekend. Man, so, some of these guys, Matt, like, they, I mean, I, I was all over Kokrak. I know you bet him, too. What a horrible performance by him today. Three, 3.96 strokes. He's leading, uh, losing tee to green. He, he lost everywhere Yeah. Uh, today. Colin Morikawa, who we did target against in matchups. Man, it still feels, just feels dirty and rude that because he can come you have bet him so much <laughs> I bet him so I know, much. I know, I know, I know. It's so much. You went against your guy. Like, I, I like that you said rude because it does, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like you, you feel dirty, but you almost like, man, you've made me so much money. I, oh, I it's just rude. rude. Yes, it's you. rude. Yeah. And, like, I'm like sitting, I'm sitting here cheering for DeChambeau today and cheering, rooting against Colin Morikawa. It feels, it feels very rude. It feels very odd. Uh, but there was him. And then, I mean, Victor Hovland, we saw all the putter struggles he had last week, but I mean, it just continues this yeah. week. He is, so he is 1.86 gaining T to green and then lost 2.64 strokes putting. And visibly frustrated. That's the other thing. And like, look, we see, this is the difference between this version of John Rahm and the John Rahm that we saw two, three years ago. And I think that's what's going on with Victor Hovland right now. Like, all the talent in the world, we knew John Rahm at some point was going to get to this point in his career, yeah. as long as he could get yeah. it between the ears. Well, I think we're seeing a little bit of that with Victor Hovland right now. All the talent in the world, he's going to be a top five player at some point in his career and he's going to win a ton of tournaments. That being said, he is he's getting in his own head and he's letting it get to him and he's like visibly frustrated with things that are going on and he's like kind of lashing out a little bit and all that and you know, when it's just you on the golf course and it's a solo sport, I don't like seeing that too much. That's why I can't, you know, I bet him as much as you did over the course of the year. It's going to be tough for me to back him. Uh, what about a guy like Justin Thomas? I mean, he's four back, sitting at 28 to one, I believe, as we have on the odds on DraftKings. I mean, it, he's such a good golfer. Yeah. And his rounds are always up and down. He hasn't been able to put like a really solid round together consistently. Maybe he finds that touch tomorrow or yeah. whether it be Saturday. Because, I mean, if he's sitting there on a Sunday down that back night, he can go toe-to-toe with a Rom or mm-hmm. a Rory. He's that talented of a golfer. Is that a guy you look at there? Or I, is it – It wouldn't it, – listen, especially get a that. better number now on yeah. him than I got – than you would be able to get pre-tournament. And you look like – so one of the problems with with JT, what his putter had left him, right, and then he yeah. kind of found it last week. And then if you look, if watched today, he just blocked a couple. He just absolutely, you know, just was was shanking the putter again. He loses over a stroke to the field putting, but that gaining is something maybe else. he can fix, yeah. like go and like you know figure out what he was doing last week. Um, I, I don't, I don't mind, I don't mind that at all, Femi. Actually, especially considering that you're getting odds here that you I mean, were, were, were getting better than you would have gotten heading into this tournament. And that's what we talk about, Kelly. With like this is why we maybe don't have as extensive of a card as we normally have heading into something like this because you can get in live 
and still find, you know, and still find out 18 holes of information as we go about all this. We'll talk, uh, we'll talk what's going on in the NFL as well. Another COVID problem here. It is primetime action. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is primetime action here on a Thursday. We were talking right before we went to break about 
Ryan Tannehill. I teased it. We didn't have enough time to get to it. We're going to talk about it now. So there is some news coming out of Tennessee that up to, what, nine players, I think yeah, it is not, now. And, some, and plus head coach Mike Vrabel. Yeah, the, well. that have now at least on the COVID list. And apparently Tannehill, I guess from what I've read, has at least gotten one one shot or something. He isn't fully vaccinated. Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, I think general manager John Robinson said that he is vaccinated. So I'm not, I mean, he must have tested positive. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm not sure why he'd be, because I don't think the vaccinated guys, if they're close contacts, yeah. Would be on that COVID list, but it's another layer of football handicapping that yeah. it, I mean, we all dealt with it last year in 2020 with every Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, mm. you're waking up like, gosh, I hope a team I bet on didn't have like their quarterback right. or like a, a left tackle or receiver end up on that list. But now we're starting to see it a little bit more, and it sounds like the NFL is going to kind of condense the testing now, guys, because I think initially it was that vaccinated players only had to be tested bi-weekly. Now it appears that they're going to move it to weekly now because of the current state of COVID in, in our country. And as you mentioned, this is something that, you know, we were – we talked about a ton here on this show last year because it was like, oh, okay, we're in the middle of this pandemic and, mm-hmm. okay, this is an actual issue. And then I don't know, Kelly, why we didn't talk about it as much leading up to what's going on now, but it's going to be an issue. It is going to be a thing and why we didn't just – bring this up for every single team preview that we did and all the stuff like that. I have no, I have no idea, but I mean, it's going to be a thing. I mean, it is to be fair to, to us though, I guess. Th- I mean, things have gotten worse over the past mm-hmm. couple months. We honestly, we started our 32 teams and 32 shows. That was about two months. I, I looked back at some of the first ones we did. We started that during the Eastern conference finals, by the way, mm-hmm. of the NBA. That, that feels like a very long time ago. My Hawks tickets were still live. HOX. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're saying uh, it looks, it says the, the Titans are, at 97 or 98% uh, vaccinated. I saw a thing that came through today from the league that said 93% of the league is fully vaccinated. But, Femi, whenever we, whenever we talk about this, you're talking about hand, handicapping, that's good in general. But who are the players that fall in that 7% that aren't? Because, you know, if it's a quarterback, if it's a, you know, a, a, a starting offensive lineman, if it's like yeah. one of these, like, it's it's who's not vaccinated that we need to try to maybe start handicapping, maybe start making a list and, and trying to figure out, you know, keeping all this stuff like that. Cause, I mean, I think this is going to be super important. I was going to say, I was like, I wish they would make a list. Now they never yeah, would. The Players yeah. Association would never allow that or anything. But it's like, God, I wish there was a list of vaccinated, unvaccinated, yeah. and then you kind of match up which teams and all that stuff. Because it is very important information. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Buffalo Bills, we're seeing it. Their receiver room, it's kind of becoming an issue. Some of the guys are vaccinated. Some of the guys aren't. And it's two prominent guys that are mm-hmm. kind of not really, you know, going at each other. Yeah. But there's some passive-aggressive kind of shots being sent each other's way mm-hmm. type of thing. And you wonder how it's going to shake things up here. Because those unvaccinated players at any moment can be taken out for yep. that five-day span. I mean, we saw it happen with Cam Newton just because he didn't follow the protocol call to the letter and he may have still gotten tested but because he didn't report it to the team Mm -hmm. he's out for five days if that happens on a Thursday you're out Sunday and and that is why you know and we we talk about everything here through a betting lens right and we we try to say that all the time we're not we're not downplaying what's going on from no. yeah, yeah, listen it's we understand all the stuff's going on in the real world we're talking about from a betting standpoint it has that's to do what, with availability right, that, that's what we do here on this program we're going to talk from a betting standpoint so no angry tweets or if at least it's going to be angry tweet like make it funny but um <laughs> but, but when we're when we're looking at this like you mentioned so the NFL is to the point where you know this the Cole Beasley and the Isaiah McKenzie stuff they reviewed tape from the facility and yep. saw that they had entered the building w- without the masks, masks on and stuff like that. And, and 
find them and then all the things like that retroactively. And and so this is going to be a thing. Like this is going to happen. There are going to be guys who, whether they're doing it out of protest or whether they're just scatterbrained or whatever, who forget to put a mask on. They walk out of a room. They walk into a building. They do whatever. And, and like I said, they're going to find themselves on the sideline for five games. And so is that the – third string whatever is that a special teams guy or like we're talking about is that the starting quarterback and like we're going to talk about the Minnesota Vikings as part of our 32 teams and 32 shows a little bit later but their starting quarterback very open about his stance and where he stands on everything like that and that is something I think that we at least have to think about when we're looking at the Minnesota Vikings and what they what they may or may not be able to do this season. Yeah, I think the best ability is availability is what mm-hmm. they say. And those percentage numbers of 95%, 97%, it'll be interesting to see what those percentages are once they make those cut downs to 53 roster, the 53-man roster, because I know a lot of those fringe guys were incentivized to get vaccinated so that they could be available and go through the protocol very easily. Yeah, seriously. I hope that if you're on the roster bubble, man, you better go get like six shots. Like, <laughs> like, like do whatever you can do yeah. to make the roster. We'll talk some NFC and AFC wildcard teams here. It's primetime action. Perfect time to start planning your football contest strategy. And the VEASAN Pro Football Guide is a perfect way to start. Our VEASAN experts have won major football contests around Las Vegas. Our guide will give insight on against the spread contest as well as survivor pools to give you a winning edge. Download the VEASAN NFL Guide for only $19.99 or get VEASAN All Access to get everything we offer for the entire football season. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Kelly. What are we looking like as far as scores around the uh, Major League Baseball landscape? Well, if anybody wanted to get in on that Phillies live bet with me, you can get a lot better number now because the yeah. Diamondbacks just hit teed off on a two-run homer, so it's four to nothing now. Diamondbacks, uh, this game in the top of the fourth inning. Diamondbacks minus six twenty-five live Phillies, four to one live dogs, and nine and a half is the total. There, Cardinals up on the Pirates, seven to three. That game in the top of the fifth inning. The Pirates, 8-1 to one live if you wanted to hop in. 14.5 the live total. Giants still up on the Mets, 2 to nothing. That game in the top of the sixth inning. Uh, Giants minus 450 live. Mets plus 310. And the Indians up on the Rangers, 5-4 to four in the bottom of the fourth. Live, no, live numbers just pop back up. No, and off the board, so something's going on there. Red Sox up on the Twins, 4 to nothing. Uh, the Red Sox are minus 3,500 live. Twins 13 to one and eight and a half. Game in the top of the fifth inning, and the Marlins still up on the Nationals six to nothing. That game just going to the top of the fifth. So let's take a look here. Um, you're gonna have to explain. Kelly, we're going to need an explanation yeah, of, it, of what it, this <laughs> prop is here exactly because I, I see what you say. So we have to – they have to make the wild card? As a wild card. So this is to make the playoffs as a wild card. So you want a team that's that's just good enough to not be really good. Yes. yes. And, and okay. when I started looking at these last night, it was uh, – 
I don't know. I think there might be some opportunities, but it messed with my head a bit. You know, it did. I think it's really interesting how, where you're going to see the odds here. All right. So on the AFC side of things, this is odds to make the playoffs as a wild card. Browns 2-1, to one, Ravens 2-1 to one, makes perfect sense. Tough division, top two teams, one of the two teams likely to move on as a wild card. Chargers plus 230, the Broncos plus 270, Bills plus 310, Dolphins plus 320, Patriots plus 320, Colts 320, Steelers 4-1, to one, Chiefs 4-1, to one, Raiders 4.5, Titans 4.5, and, and then we don't need to talk about the rest of these teams because they're not going to make. <laughs> not interested in Houston. Yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs gotcha. as, yeah, as, <laughs> as, uh, as a wild card anyway. So, Femi, what do you think here about this? I mean, again, the odds reflect at the top, the 2-1 to yep. one on the Browns and Ravens are two teams, high win totals, two teams expected to have really good seasons this year. So you would imagine that whoever doesn't win the division most likely makes we'll the playoffs. Yeah. I'm going to go with the other team that's also in their division, the Pittsburgh Steelers at 4-1. to mm-hmm. one. I mean, we we get it. The way they ended last year was terrible. I mean, they started 11-0, ended up 12-4. and four. Who could forget the playoff game, how mm-hmm. that ended? But Mike Tomlin, everyone said it all offseason, never had a season below 500 in his 15 years there as the head coach in Pittsburgh. I think they have that winning pedigree as an organization. Tomlin in underdog spots, and they're going to be in a nice handful yeah. of underdog spots this year, is amazing as a coach, the motivator. That's kind of his expertise. He's not really a super X's and O's guy, mainly more so on the motivational side. I think he'll have this team motivated because I'm sure they, if they wanted to, they could print off all the press clippings from all throughout the offseason about yeah. how Ben is shot and they're going to be faltering and all that stuff. They still have an elite defense. I do think Roethlisberger has a little bit more juice left in that arm. He looked a little spry. I know it's preseason last Saturday. Looked a little spry out there against the Detroit twos and threes. But if the arm has anything left in it, I like what they have at wide receiver. The offensive line, who knows what to expect with that. They drafted Najee Harris, but that defense is really what's going to keep them in a lot of games there. I think maybe a shot at Pittsburgh at 4-1. to one. They're being a little disrespected, I think. You look here, and so what the odds are telling us is they imagine that it's going to be someone out of the AFC North, someone out of the AFC West as well, because we're sitting here with the Chargers and the Broncos coming in at plus 230 for the Chargers, plus 270 for mm-hmm. the Broncos. This is I mean, the Chiefs. I mean, what are you doing putting the Chiefs on that 4-1? <laughs> yeah. They're going to win the division. They're going to win the division going away, with, unless you know Patrick Mahomes – we're not, even gonna, yeah. we're not even going to talk that don't, into existence. Don't say yes. it. <laughs> we're not even going to talk that into existence. That's, that's not happening. Raiders in that division at four and a half to one. I mean, I think I would agree with the odds here. I do think that the Chargers are one of the teams that are certainly going to be fighting kind of in that 10-win-ish range. Maybe can get to 11 if, they, if the things fall their way. That would obviously put them right in the mix whenever it comes down to a, to a wild card spot. So I get that on them. I just don't know if it's bettable at 230 because I guess I don't really know for sure that the Broncos are going to be that much worse than them and I think that Mm -hmm. there's at least a chance that the Raiders play above expectation and are kind of like basically throwing people off as well in that division. Uh, So let let me point you guys to the one division I think there might be some value on here is AFC South. So depending on who you you think you're winning that, and I think we've seen in this preseason, the Jags are not going to be as good as what a lot of us thought they might be this year. So I think you've got a pretty clear separation between two teams at the top, two teams very much so at the bottom, and you're getting longer odds on Colts and Titans, kind of depending. I mean, you and I both have Titans division bets to win the AFC South already, but – 
you know, I, I, I think that if you were more confident in the Colts, a plus 450 bet on the Titans could be a great bet. I, you know, I, I don't know. It makes sense for me and you. We both think they're going to win the division. But it's also a way, I mean, to, I, I mean, it's not something we do often, but if you wanted to kind of, I mean, I don't want to say lock in profit. But, right, you know. but, it, it, <laughs> right, but it's almost, yeah, yeah. yeah almost. Right, right, you could right, bet right. Titans division. Yes. Yeah, Titans I mean, division and Titans plus 450, you lock in profit as long as they finish top two pretty much. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't hate that angle for sure. I mean, especially if you have a number like we have on the Titans. I mean, I, that's it's changed, you know, over the course of, of this. But, I mean, you know, I, I think if you do have a number kind of like we have on the Titans, if you wanted to play it that way, I don't think that that's the, the end of the world for sure. If you're getting four and a half to one, you're already getting plus money on them to win the division as was anyway whenever we got in on them. So, I, I, don't, I don't hate that. Let's look at the, uh, the NFC side here. 49ers under two to one. So, plus 185 to make as a wild card Rams 2 to 1, Seahawks 2 to 1, Saints 260, Vikings 280, Cardinals 320, Falcons 340, Bucks 340, Panthers 430. What do what do you see here for me? I mean, I I mean, I get why you see the Niners and the Rams that and yeah, Seahawks because it's such West, a competitive yeah. division, right? I mean, the one that draws my attention real quick, another program with a lot of good winning pedigrees in the New Orleans Saints right there. I think the Tampa Bay is a clear favorite to win that mm. NFC South division. What we saw of Jameis, if he is the guy for 17 games, if Sean Payton can get the best out of him, limit those turnovers, that's still a pretty talented roster, an excellent defense, offensive line probably top five in the NFL. He's got a decent amount of weapons if they can get Michael Thomas kind of back on track and in the good graces of the organization. Maybe the Saints in a division that's pretty wide open outside of Tampa. Before you bet the Lions at 13-1, to 1, whatever you were going to put, take that money and go out in the backyard and <laughs> dig a hole and bury it and do not do anything with that money <laughs> betting on the Lions to make the playoffs as or a wild card team. Maybe that if is, you yes, feel like that it. is not going to happen. Johnny Villa joined us on the other side. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. 
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Now is now that the NFL preseason has kicked off, it's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide. The guide's only $19.99 and available now. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up for VSIN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VSIN.com slash subscribe. If you want our picks, Kelly. You tune into this program. Hey now, that's where you get that's where you get our picks. There you go. You get our picks right here on this very program. And if you want his picks, no, he's not going to give us any picks, but he's going <laughs> to tell us what everyone else is picking. It's sportsbook director over at DraftKings, Johnny Avella. Hello, Matt. Hello, Femi. Hello, Kelly. How's everybody tonight? Doing good. It's Doing been great. a while. Hopefully, you uh, went and uh, gallivanted around the the country, the world, whatever it might be. You went and got some. You know, you're looking good, Johnny. Hopefully, you went and got some uh, some time to recharge before we head into the football season. I did do that. I went up to. Uh, I'm from Poughkeepsie, New York. I went up to Saratoga, New York, where I have family members. Uh, I spent the first week on a lake up there, just relaxing and playing uh, pickleball and a lot of sports, staying active. Second week, I spent it at the track, and then I went <laughs> down to spend some time down here with some old friends. So it was it was a great trip. Well, let's uh, let's listen. We are we are vastly uh, vastly overrating. I think you know the, the the NFL preseason. I mean, we get so hype about this and all that. But I mean, from a sportsbook perspective, are you seeing? Do you see handle on? I mean, I know you see some, but I mean, do you, are you, do you really see anything on these preseason games? Like, what is it? What is the best preseason game do compared to the worst regular season game? Uh, the best doesn't even compare to the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, these are, you know, we do really well with baseball every night. So these are, you know, uh, the best 
the best uh, NFL preseason game, the best, would probably compare with, you know, a really solid baseball game. Now, with that being said, the handle's really good. I mean, you know, it's, it is preseason. The limits are lower. Mm-hmm. We are in a lot of jurisdictions. Uh, so we're seeing, you know, we're seeing good handle. It's just not what the regular season is. Uh, and we don't want to take the kind of limits we do in the regular season. I mean, you guys see these games are moving six, <laughs> seven points. Uh, and that's that's just typical of NFL preseason because we don't know who's playing all the time. Uh, there, uh, various things happen during the course of a week. An NFL line, if it moves three points, that's a lot. If an, if a preseason game moves six or seven, that's normal. Yeah, Johnny, uh, Spemi, nice to meet you and uh, speak with you for the first time. Uh, it's good catching up. Appreciate you joining us here tonight. Uh, the preseason, you mentioned that the handle is pretty good. And I know a lot of sharp people like to kind of take advantage of the preseason. You mentioned all the information that gets out there. Have you seen anything for Friday's games in particular? Because I know I'm on something for Saturday, but what about Friday? Have you seen anything sharp or anything interesting that has been bet uh, for Friday's slate? Well, I can tell you what they're betting, Femi. I don't know if it's, you know, how sharp it is. Um, you know, they're – they're they're taking the Lions. I can tell you in the first game, and then they're taking the uh, the Packers against the Bills. Uh, you know, on Saturday, getting a ton of points. Uh, one other game on a Friday night, the Steelers plus three and a half. They're they're betting them. So, um, you know, those those kind of bets are some sharp, uh, you know, some unsophisticated, kind of a combination of both. Uh, I think there really is. Uh, you know something the betting preseason it's it's different than a regular season you there are some edges there especially early you know the quarter the backup quarterback or even the third string might be better than an, uh, you know a, another team's second string so there are and you know we all know that coaches some coaches like to win some coaches don't care so obviously there's something there um, but when you get to the third week it's not as pronounced as it is in the first two. So I think the first two, there's a little bit of edge. Actually, it was the first two compared to the last two, but now it's the first two compared to the last one since we're only uh, playing three games now. We are talking with DraftKings Sportsbook Director, the living legend himself, Johnny Avello. Johnny, we are obviously big advocates of golf betting here on this show. We've talked to you about it several times. We are now coming to the end of the season here. Now that you've got a, a season of data and you've been able to get these other jurisdictions involved, are you is golf kind of one of the sports that you think you guys just from a growth standpoint? I mean, people are going to bet NFL no matter what. People are going to bet, you know, when the basketball playoffs roll around. We get all that. But is golf the single sport that you think maybe could could have the most growth for you guys as everything continues to expand? Well, in in comparison to its size, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I still think the growth, you know, the growth is good for us in all sports. Uh, NFL growth is going to be bigger because it, NFL is bigger. But when we go back to during the pandemic, you know, during 2020, when golf kicked off its season in June, I mean, our numbers were off the charts. Uh, and they continue to grow. And uh, golf becomes a, a big and bigger betting ent- entity because of the in-play wagering. I mean, this is not about just betting 
a guy to win the tournament in play. This is about a guy, will he get a birdie or will he hit the fairway? Um, so, you know, there's so many different options now, and the customers really do like to bet the in-game golf. So uh, I, I think, you know, comparing apples to apples, yeah, I would say golf has uh, one of the largest growth spurts. Johnny, we have on Saturday, college football is back. Let's go back to the gridiron here. But college football week zero is taking place on Saturday. What kind of handle do you see in this week zero? It's kind of an appetizer to to next week, that Labor Day weekend full slate of the normal big boy schools that start playing. But what, what do you guys see from a handle perspective here with week zero with about five or six games on the card? I think I pinpointed this uh Pretty good, Femi. I'll tell you why I think I did was because when I looked at these four major games, of course, there's some other games in there. There's, uh, you know, there's a Southern Utah and San Jose State, and then there's a couple FCS games in there with Alcorn State and NC Central and uh, Eastern Illinois and Indiana State, and those will do okay. But the two games I, I believe are going to handle the most money is going to be the 10 o'clock game, the uh, Nebraska-Illinois game, and then the Hawaii-UCLA game. Uh, Hawaii-UCLA could maybe outhandle the first one because of where it's positioned in a time frame. Uh, UTEP, New Mexico State will do okay. I mean, I don't think these are going to be low-rate games because there's only four of them. But I think the top two are going to outhandle the bottom two. I'll tell you, on, on the Connecticut-Fresno State game, it'll be all Fresno State. The, don't be surprised if you see that number go to 30 because I don't think anybody's interested in uh, Connecticut. Johnny, we are starting to see some of the, you know, COVID stuff pop up here in NFL camps. Not as bad as we saw last year, but look, we're we're still in the preseason. This is definitely going to happen during the season as well. I don't think anybody thinks that that's not going to happen. There's going to be players that end up sitting out. We don't think games will get canceled. We don't think games will get moved, but maybe. We don't know. I mean, there's a, there's a fluid situation with all that. What are the COVID rules that you guys have adopted for this season after kind of going through a season last year as far as win totals as far as things like that must the team play 17 games must there be like how, how did you guys go about all that well we said they must play you know 17 games but we also have a stipulation in there so if, if you bet over nine and a half and your team already has 10 wins you're going to get paid uh, if you bet uh you know under nine and a half and they have 10 wins and uh, you know, there's two games to go, you're going to lose that bet. Mm -hmm. Anything else that's kind of borderline is going to be a refund in our contest. You know, we're uh, it's a If you pick a team and uh, that game gets canceled, that's going to be a loser for you in a contest. But in our contest, you're able to change your pick right up into post time. So there really should be no reason for you to be caught with a team that's, uh, you know, where there's going to be a forfeit involved. You can change that pick. So that's one of the luxuries of our contest is that you can go in and change your picks when needed. Johnny, I'm glad you brought up the contest because I wanted to get to that. How is the Pro Football Millionaire Pick'em and Pro Football Millionaire Survivor Pool coming along? How are signups uh, coming as we uh, approach the season here in a couple of weeks? Both trending over last year's numbers. Uh, we're about 1,100 or so, a little over 1,100 on, on both of those with a couple weeks still to go. So we're going to certainly – last year we only had 700, so it was an overlay. 
uh, there we should get to you know where we need to at least break even. That's not the important part for us, Femi. The important part is to keep growing this contest. We're in nine states now. Last year we were only in a less than a handful. So keep growing the contest, getting more states on board. Eventually, this contest will be in every state where sports gambling is legal. And Johnny, we got about a minute here, but you, you're talking about these new states, and you know, word comes out today, you guys, one of the four that are definitely going to be launching there in Arizona, and how excited is that, and, and the location, and all that, because we haven't really talked to you since uh, since all that got announced. Yeah, you know, I was down in Arizona to scope it out. I had to go down there, Matt, and check out the TCP, and had to play it too to make sure that it, you know. If, fit right into uh, you know our, our qualifications mm-hmm. for a place to build a bricks and mortar uh, sports book because that's where we're building it. We're building it down there on the around the 18th hole somewhere. We don't have the exact location yet, but as far as betting's concerned in Arizona, uh, I think I think it's going to be fantastic. I know a lot of people that live there from my experiences, uh, you know, running a book in Nevada. So I know there's good business down in that way, and I'm excited for the whole state to be able to do what we've been doing for, you know, since uh, 1940. Hey, Johnny, it's a short drive to the border as well, my friend. I bet you have some Nevada people doing that to uh, go down there and take advantage of the menu that you guys offer. He's the sportsbook director over at DraftKings, Johnny Avello. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Maybe we know some people in this in this studio who might you who know, make a little trip down, down to the border to take advantage of some of the things that are offered there. Their but, betting menu is impressive. Oh, you know, it's, I mean, there's you got the time. Thousands upon thousands of bets <laughs> that Kelly and I've not been able to make over the last year and a half. Uh, at least four times a week on the show. It's like <laughs> I bet that if we could. <laughs> I would bet that thing if we <laughs> could. I cannot, but yeah. I would if I could. Uh, We are going to continue our 32 teams in 32 days. We're going to talk to the Minnesota Vikings on the other side of the hour here. It's Matt Kelly Femi when we come back. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.
Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I gotta change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply.